0: Welcome to another episode of Chrishell Counseling's Hope Through the Journey podcast. Life is a challenge, and here on this podcast, we're providing hope through your journey of life. We'll help guide you by providing strategies, tips, and tools that may help along the way in creating the best you you can be. Our purpose is all about removing the stigma associated with mental health by talking about it in a way that is easy to understand and that you can feel comfortable with. I am your host, Alfred Cruchelle Jr., and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, fellow licensed professional counselor, and my sister, Letty Crochelle. What's going on, Let? Have you had any happenings lately? Hello,
1: hello. <laughs> have I had some happenings?
0: I knew you would. I yeah, knew you always, would. Always.
1: Isn't it? Isn't it always yeah, the case? I love it. I have had some very interesting things happen to me in the last week, um, have people checking in on me because of Uh-oh. those happenings. Wow. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing major. I just had a, a one, as if you didn't know. Oh yeah. I had oh that a, one, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was experimenting with my hair, you know, trying to get some volume in my hair. So here I thought, I'm going to use this really tight roll brush and just roll it in my hair. I don't and even know what that means. There. I don't even know. <laughs> People would know it. a roller. It's a roller <laughs> brush. It's it's just a round brush. Oh. It's a oh. round brush. Okay? okay. And so I rolled it in my hair, left it there, started blow drying. And then, I don't know, maybe five minutes later, I started trying to take it out, and it got stuck. It got stuck. Then I yeah, had a meeting I at 1 p.m. with you, if you'll recall. I recall. And what did I do? I was like, well, <laughs> well, here goes. And uh, you saw me on the camera and proceeded to take a picture. I did. You did. I, you did. I you
0: did. You know? I did. I, I, let me just say, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. You know, I just all of a sudden, you pop up on the screen, and you just... <laughs> It's just hard to describe to our audience, but it was hilarious. I literally had to do a double take to make sure I was seeing what I was seeing. Um, and I will admit, I couldn't help but laugh out loud when I saw you. So my apologies for that one, but you got to admit, it was, it was pretty funny, though.
1: You know, it would have been funnier if it had happened to some, been happening to someone else, but, you know, that that's okay because because in the end, we had a topic. We did. We were discussing we for podcasts. It's like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah. What about it this? It just happened, right? What about this? Yeah, you know, let's roll with it. The topic of acceptance mm-hmm. and finding mm-hmm. inner peace, because I was really trying to keep it together that morning and just trying to accept the situation that I was in, just being in the moment, thinking it is what it is.
0: It is what it is, yep. indeed, yep. indeed, <laughs>
1: <Right>. So <laughs> what we'd like to talk about today is something called a radical acceptance mm. and the positive impact it can have on us it's about being able to accept people and situations as they are it's about accepting the reality yeah we're also going to give you some step-by-step strategies some of which may be familiar we've mentioned them before Mm -hmm. but let's not get ahead of ourselves al can you help us understand the origins or theory behind radical acceptance
0: sure sure i thought you'd never ask all right here we go No, absolutely. But, you know, you talk about radical acceptance. And before we talk about that, we've got to talk about the concept of acceptance to begin with, right? right. So right. acceptance actually originated from Buddhist practices uh, a Buddha. long time ago, right? So it's, it's got some history there. Love me, say Buddha. Yeah. And it first began to be used as a therapeutic intervention mm-hmm. uh, dating back to... One of our favorites, American psychologist, Carl Rogers, Rogerian theory. He was one of the founders of humanistic psychology and later for his work with person-centered therapy. But he, he prescribed acceptance as a catalyst for change. More recently, Acceptance and Commitment Therapy, ACT, another therapy that I love to talk about, as you know, and implement in my work, has espoused acceptance also as a major part of its role in achieving the ACT goal of psychological flexibility. Now, with regard to the concept of radical acceptance, which is what you're talking about here, right? this was developed first by Dr. Marsha Linehan in her work with dialectical behavior therapy, DBT, and that was back in the early 90s. And I think this is the point in the podcast where I share those important definitions of things, right? And we all love those definitions. <laughs> so, so specifically on radical acceptance, according to uh, an article I read in, in verywellmind.com, Radical acceptance is the ability to accept situations that are outside of your control without judging them, which in turn reduces the suffering that is caused by them. Mm -hmm. And just to expand a little bit on that, Psychology Today describes radical acceptance as accepting life on life's terms and not resisting what you cannot or choose not to change. Radical acceptance is about saying yes to life just as it is. Let that sink in for a little bit and then share your reflections on it. You know, the
1: idea of being able to just accept things as they come, especially without judging the situation or the person, I wish I could say it sounds so easy to do, but if it was... We might not be discussing
0: it right now. Yeah, yeah. What's a new concept for a lot of people, too? And and to be clear, radical acceptance, when we talk about this acceptance piece, it's not about giving in or agreeing with what is happening, Right. but it is being able to understand facts and the reality of of the situation. So that's an important point to make here, because I think when people hear the word acceptance, it's almost viewed as a weakness or a loss. But all that does is get us tangled up with it. And as a result, any feelings we have associated with that typically lead to negative and destructive behaviors, which, as we know, are not healthy and take up way too much energy, making us emotionally exhausted. And that's not healthy.
1: Not at all. And again, I am all about saving my energy for healthier
0: choices. Right?
1: And I'd like to go back to the idea you just shared about how some may view acceptance as a weakness. Mm. I think someone sometimes we get caught up in the idea that we have to engage in situations by giving our point of view. Yeah. When other people aren't even yeah. maybe asking for yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Again, accepting the reality of a situation means that you're moving beyond judging it. The goal then is to be
0: non-judgmental. Yeah. And as you say that, I can think of several times when I've just uh, just really caught myself saying, yeah. you know, I, I don't need to say that. That's, right. that's, <laughs> that's not going to help the situation. Just let me let that go and move on. But I particularly love what Russ Harris in The Happiness Trap says with regard to acceptance. He says that when you truly accept your uncomfortable thoughts and feelings, you don't have to like them. You don't have to approve of them or want them. You simply make peace with them and let them be. And by doing so, it allows you to be free to focus on taking action that's aligned with your values towards the person you want to be, the best version of yourself. And that's what we're always looking for, to be be the best version
1: of ourselves, you know? And like you mentioned, it's about sitting and accepting uncomfortable thoughts. And that's what makes us, you know, it's uncomfortable. It's not, it's...
0: Yeah, and it's not even trying to say like, oh, I don't want to think that, I don't want to think, or to suppress those thoughts. Right, right. But it's to sit with them and be willing to accept them.
1: Okay, so let's talk about some of the strategies that can move us in the direction of emotional peace and positive change. So how do we go about practicing radical acceptance? The first step, I think, is to recognize what you can and cannot control. Once oh, you realize one. you can't control certain things, it can almost feel like a weight has been lifted off. Yeah. And once we let go of what we can't control, then our focus changes.
0: I don't know about you, left, but this is one of the pieces that I share with individuals that I work with, this idea of control and what I can't, what I can control and what I can't control. And I will say this, there are only three things that we, you and I can control. I can control what I say, what I do, and what I think about a situation. Now, I know some people are thinking, I can't control my thoughts and you'd be right. But as those thoughts are coming in, all of them, right, negative, positive, whatever, And my core beliefs start kicking in, then I can control which thoughts I choose to use. And I think that's what I'm referring to when I'm I'm talking about uh, what I think about a situation. But it's not easy to do. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Like everything else, it takes practice. And you're going to hear us say practice several times throughout the course of this podcast because it is important to practice it to get better at it. Once we start to realize that those are the only three things that I can control, it's pretty simplistic and it makes life a whole lot easier. Right, knowing that I can't control anybody else, I can't right. control what they say, what they do, or what they think. As I much can... as you might want oh, to, oh yeah, and every we <laughs> right. all want yes. to. Yes. Why don't they think the way I do? Right. Why don't they? Things, don't would, they be so much, this? things would be so would much. Things would be so much better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If everybody <laughs> would just think like me or say things like I do or right. do things like I would do, but that's not the case. Right. So it's on me. Right. I'm only responsible for me, what I say, what I do, and what I think about a situation.
1: Well, you know, in. I like that. There are only three things I can control. I would go so far as to say write it down for yourself or put it on your phone and keep it as a daily reminder. It's like looking – even when you're looking at a situation, okay, Mm -hmm. today I am in control of what I say, what I do, and what I think.
0: I'll do you one better in real time in the situation or interaction that's happening right now, right now. Think to yourself, okay, I can only control what I say, what I do, and what I think about this situation. What am I going to do? How am I going to respond? How am I going to behave?
1: And again, it's the awareness of that, yeah. having, of thinking yeah. that way before the action takes place, right? So, yeah. And I think this strategy can also help us to focus, like you said, on the present moment. Right. The only reality is happening right now at this moment.
0: Yeah, love that. So let's give our audience some examples of what radical acceptance looks like. And so what we'll do is we'll just share some scenarios here and and we'll we'll look at the scenario and then we'll talk about how radical acceptance plays a part in that. All right? All right. So, for example, let's take Joe. 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 We have Joe. Joe is recently divorced and is having a difficult time emotionally accepting the reality of the divorce. So he is starting to call and send text to his ex-wife daily frequently she never responds she, she doesn't respond yeah and joe's holding on to this hope that she'll come around and that's tough dealing with some unresolved yeah. unresolved
1: emotions and sometimes emotions are not resolved the way we would like them to be so again in yeah. in this situation Joe can practice radical acceptance by trying to understand the fact that his ex-wife is moving on with her life without him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this this is the reality, right? Yes. This is the reality that he needs to accept. He may not agree with it, mm-hmm. but that's the reality. He may
0: not want it. He may exactly. not approve of it.
1: Exactly. He's still entitled to feel upset while he is going through his own healing process. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, he doesn't have to agree with it. He simply has to accept it for his own health. Mm-hmm. What are the actions that he can take? He can stop calling her
0: mm-hmm. and
1: instead spend more time with friends and family, find some support mm-hmm. for himself. Yeah, He can still expect to feel lonely, angry, and all of those other emotions, mm-hmm. but he starts to accept the reality. And again, he works toward healing.
0: Yeah. And in that process, moving towards becoming the best version of himself, right? Right. Is it going to happen
1: right away? No. No, but again, it's a process. It's yeah. a process.
0: All right. You ready for another one? Ready. All right. Let's take. Let's take. Uh, let's take Susie. Uh, Susie recently went to the doctor and received a diagnosis that required some drastic lifestyle changes. Though she's very angry. And upset with all consuming thoughts, you know, she's just bombarding herself with thoughts like, why me? Why is this happening to me? This isn't fair. Ruminating, yeah. ruminating on this. Ruminating, ruminating. So for Susie, what would radical acceptance look like?
1: Well, after having those emotions, anything, whenever we have to change something, it is it is a struggle. Mm-hmm. So once she's able to start to realize that those thoughts she's having, they're causing her more pain than good. Mm -hmm. And that's not healthy Mm -hmm. at all. She can't change the reality of her situation, but what she can do is start to accept the facts regarding the diagnosis and try to manage her lifestyle changes that she has to make anyway in order to stay healthy. So that can be her focus. Yeah, okay
0: hope everybody's getting the idea here on, on how to do radical acceptance. But let's do one more example just, just right. to make sure. Uh, we've got Steve here. And Steve's a high school student.
1: Uh-oh, Steve. What's going on with Steve?
0: Well, he, uh, he's he's really angry that his grades are so low in this one class. And he goes around blaming the teacher and sticks to his way of studying and preparation. And I've been doing it this whole time and this way. And this is how I'm going to do it. And so he's he's having a difficult time adapting to the teacher the teacher's style as a result he continues to get bad grades doing it his own way Mm -hmm. and he ends up failing the class how would steve practice radical acceptance in this case
1: well i think first steve has to accept that he's being stubborn (laughs) (laughs) you know steve needs to admit to himself that Change needs to be made. He needs to admit to himself, what I'm doing right now is not it's working. not working. It has not been working, mm-hmm. and I'm the one that needs to, you know, I'm the problem. It's me, maybe, you know? <laughs> so he needs to, once he realizes that, he needs to adapt to the teacher's teaching and grading style, because once he does that, then he'll be able to make the changes that he needs. Maybe he can even meet with the teacher to get a better better understanding of these things so that he can perform better.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's the key, right? To be able to perform better. If he's going to perform better, then he's got to do something different. Right.
1: Look at it as thinking of radical acceptance as a skill. And like with any skill, Mm -hmm. you have to practice Mm -hmm. to get better at it. There's that word again. Yep. So let's talk about what it would look like as we practice developing radical acceptance. Now... Earlier, we mentioned that we're in control of our thoughts. Remind yourself that in the moment, the reality of the situation cannot be changed. We need to acknowledge that it's not in our control. Mm. Imagine what things would be like if we could just accept the situation.
0: You know, and as you say that, there is a peace in the way you say it, right? Acceptance just evokes peace. You know, it
1: does. It does.
0: And let's not forget that by practicing radical acceptance, we're not saying that we agree with the situation or that we approve of it or that we like it. We're just saying that we can accept the factual reality of the situation and cope, deal by accepting it in a more healthy and productive manner.
1: Yeah, that's right. Just be in the moment with your emotions. We're not saying don't feel your feelings, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like,
1: but you're feeling your feelings in a safe way. So, what would that look like? Maybe go back to some relaxation strategies or mindfulness practices like breathing meditations or mm. body scans. I love a good body scan. So, yeah. You can go back to our previous podcast, which is in episode 11 on mindfulness, Ooh, nice. which included some of these. Things. Nice plug there. Thank you. And don't forget, for those of you who like to write down their feelings about their feelings, journaling, journaling. Awesome. Yeah. It's all about being able to do some self reflection to better understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling it that way. Al, what are some of your go tos for practicing self reflection?
0: I mean, honestly, I find myself turning to guided breathing meditations and gratitude Mm. a lot I'll just sit with it and breathe through it I'll tell people all the time just breathe through it just breathe through it you know and then I'll just be thankful for everything around me I'll literally say thank you I'm thankful for I'm grateful for everything around me everything and everyone in my life I'm grateful for and that brings me peace and it puts me in a good space It, it it grounds me but that's that's for me. Right. So mindfulness and other kinds of relaxation practices, if they don't work for you, that's okay. There are other ways to practice, right? you For sure. Well, what are some other ways?
1: There are times, you know, when we may struggle with accepting the situation and we can't move on. Again, those are times when we might be ruminating. Mm-hmm. There are some coping statements that you can use. And I found some, and I wanted to share a few oh, of them with you. So the first one is, it's possible for me to feel anxiety right now, but still manage this situation. Mm. I'm going to get through it. That's what it's telling yeah. you. I can, it's okay to have these feelings, yeah. but I'm going to get through them. Yeah. Then there's another one. It's better to take the right actions than to keep judging or blaming. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Because who are you hurting when you're judging or blaming or... or
0: Make the next right move.
1: Right. Then there's this one. When I remain rational, I am better able to make good choices and solve problems. Mm. And finally, I will get through this no
0: matter what. I like that one. Yeah. You know, as you're saying these, I'm kind of like, okay, which ones could I use? And I think our listeners might be doing the same thing. Find the one that works for you and use it as a mantra or use it as a, as a way to just get you through
1: and I like the way you said, make it a mantra. Mm-hmm. And if some of these were too long, we can always go to, it is what it is. It's classic. It, it, it really, and it works. It does work. It's like, you know, you've been just saying it. Well, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. When I had that brush stuck in my hair, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, I would really pick one that resonates with you. Yeah. And say it daily if possible. Because again, practice makes permanent. I've
0: heard that somewhere. Yeah.
1: So the more we practice, the better we get at the skill. And not only saying the mantra, just saying the words and listening to the words, but it also will help to ground you. And it's a way of being able to self-soothe too.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So now that we know what it is and what it looks like and how to get better at it, Let's talk a little bit about when it is safe and unsafe to use radical acceptance because this is point. important to talk about. Yes. Let me go back to this article from verywellmind.com lists the following as some examples when it's, it's safe. It's okay to practice radical acceptance. If, for example, you're going through the end of a relationship right. or, or if you're experiencing an unexpected change or a transition period such as a loss of a job, if you experience the loss of a loved one, or if you've experienced a traumatic event, such as neglect or abuse, or if you feel stuck or unable to move on from a negative event. These are times when practicing radical acceptance is healthy and productive. But let's talk about when radical acceptance is not a good practice. It's not appropriate to use radical acceptance if you are in an abusive relationship, or someone is treating you poorly or with disrespect, Again, not appropriate to use radical acceptance in those cases. If you are being harassed, taken advantage of, or not treated fairly at work, or uh, experiencing burnout or lack of motivation in your current situation, not appropriate to be using radical acceptance here. And finally, when acceptance becomes an obstacle in actually improving your situation or standing up for yourself, that's not another uh, a time to be practicing radical acceptance either.
1: You know, absolutely. The reality In a situation like that is that it's doing you harm and you need to remove yourself from that situation.
0: Yeah. And and the bottom line of all of this here is that it takes up a lot of energy to hold on to something we can't change or have no control over. And it's exhausting to continue to, to fight with the reality of any given situation day after day after day after day. It's just exhausting. It doesn't work either. It changes nothing. Absolutely nothing. All it does is hurt us. And why would we do that? When the answer is to be good to ourselves and to give ourselves grace to feel, but the strength to love and continue to move forward. It's going to make life a lot more productive once we get into the habit of practicing acceptance and radical acceptance.
1: Well said, Al. Remember passionate, you know? Yeah. Focus on the present moment because that's what we have. Yeah. Radical acceptance is a challenging skill. But who doesn't love a challenge? Got to challenge ourselves. Especially a challenge with such positive benefits. Imagine being able to give up the need to be in control. Mm.
0: You know, this was a good one. I am feeling peace already. I'm going to go out and continue to practice radical acceptance because I think it's going to be way better. Way better for us in the the long run. Yeah, I will
1: get through this no matter what, Al.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) we sincerely hope that this information helped you learn the importance of radical acceptance and the potential of peace that it can bring to your life. If you enjoyed the show and liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. You know what they say, sharing is caring. If you are so inclined, you can post it to social media or forward the link to your colleagues at work. Pay it forward and help us spread the word about the importance of mental health. If you haven't hit the subscribe button on the platform you're listening on right now, hit it now so you don't miss an episode. And we're always looking for new subscribers to our blog too. So head on over to our website, ChrishellCounseling.com. That's C-R-I-X-E-L-L-Counseling.com. And become one of our loyal subscribers today. Once you sign up you get a really cool freebie called 10 ways to stop overwhelm now too. So uh, this alone could be life changing. So what are you waiting for? Sign up now. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow my uh, handle is chrischeljunior.alfred. Uh, let where can our audience follow you on social media? They can find me on Instagram at That's
1: A-N-A-C-R-I-X-E-L-L. Once again, thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast. Remember, practice makes permanent.
0: Thank you, as always, for sharing a little bit of you on the podcast today. Life is a journey, everyone. Thank you for allowing us to share a little piece of our life with you. Remember, you're not alone. We're in this together. We got this. Talk soon. It is what it is.